Ron Raymond here from the Ram Report for a Friday, a football-friendly Friday. That deserves a double Ric Flair right there. And uh, it is uh, Friday, September 30th. Hope you're having yourself a good start to your day wherever you are located on the uh, on the World Wide Web. And uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And uh, again, my name is Ron Raymond. I'm a five-time sports handicap and champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. You can find me each and every morning right here on our YouTube channel. Or you can also download us on your uh, favorite uh, podcast device, either Spotify, Apple, wherever you download your podcast, you will find the Ram Report Sports Betting Podcast. And it's a beautiful sunny day here in the nation's capital. It is 12 degrees. Uh, you know, it's not not in the 20s anymore. Hey, we're going with the long sleeves, but uh, it is still a beautiful day. And uh, for the uh, Canadian University football fans out there, this is the uh, biggest weekend when it comes to an attended football game. It's called the Panda Game. If you just uh, look at online, Google online, the Panda, 25,000 strong between the Carlton Ravens and the Ottawa UGGs. So I'll be looking forward to that. And uh, looking forward to a football friendly friday today is football friendly friday and uh, we started the show off pretty good yesterday ross the boss benjamin gave us uh, a nice winner in the premium pick section and uh, we had the uh, cincinnati bengals also on the money line so a uh, good night for the uh, the brew crew hey if you had a few brews last night and uh, hopefully you guys cashed in on a nice winning ticket and uh, we'll hopefully have some winners for you today. Got a great show lined up for you guys. We're going to talk about the NFL week number four. And we'll talk about that game uh, in uh, England between the, the Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. So keep in mind that is an early start on Sunday. And uh, we're going to go through all the games. And I'll give you my thoughts on each of the games. And uh, before we do that, though, don't forget, today's show is brought to you by the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest Season number 11. And you can still join the contest. All you got to do is sign up and uh, make your selections each and every week. Rank your selections one unit to seven units, sides or totals, and the winner at the end of the year, uh, well, now you're too late if you're just signing up, will win the Baron Championship ring. But have faith. You will, uh, if you go 7-0, you will win a one-year membership courtesy of ATSStats.com. Today's show is also brought to you by BullpenPicks.com. Sign up today and follow the top baseball pickers in the uh, on the web right here at bullpenpicks.com yours truly Ron Raymond hitting 57% picking every baseball game this season and uh, you can ask anybody in the industry that is really good and also hockeypicks.com I was one of the top pickers last year at hockeypicks.com and um 
I'm not putting in preseason picks right now because uh, right now preseason it's like American League hockey. You just gotta you know enjoy it for what it is. It's it's hockey on the tube, and uh, we will get to that in just uh, when the, the real season, the real puck drops on October seventh, and I believe that's uh, in uh, Sweden and Finland. Right? There's a couple of games in Europe uh, to start off the season. All right, so that is hockeypicks.com, bullpenpicks.com, and the World Series of Handicapping sponsoring the Ram Report. All right, good morning everyone. I see the uh, the bullpen pen is roaring to go i see mitchell watson first one in good morning ron good morning mitchell football friday here at last says f how's everyone doing let's uh, rally behind those pearls give them the pearls baby let's get the pearls today uh mitchell uh, see here uh, what's popping in the discord having a good week john persco hey john shout out to ross the boss on his five-star play last night and uh, yeah don't spend all that money in one spot hey johnny uh let me see here james s is in the house and uh, he wants a rick flair Ask and you shall receive. It's a Maine's world. Jermaine Brown. Good morning, Jermaine. It's uh, football Friday and we're ready to go. And uh, Ronnie Elliott. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, he lost to Ronald. Hey, a little disappointed there. I thought we were like family there, Elliott. Uh, Cubs, Moneyline, Padres. And uh, Lori S is in the house. Good morning, Lori S. And thank you for being a member. You can see Lori S has a star beside the name and uh i want to thank Lori for being a member of the uh the, uh, the raymond uh, bullpen crew right there's scott morning ron and fam good morning scott and uh, yeah so let's get on with the show and uh, it's going to be a long one today well who knows if it's long right it depends if, if ron's rants come out and uh, i do have four football college plays that i've uh, i've already um circle for this weekend only two make the cut into the uh, members area and i'll give you those four plays uh, before we get to the nfl so a little bonus football on the football friday and uh all right so a uh, little uh little off schedule here this morning uh, just uh, running around a bit but uh, i'm gonna have to go to the top of my head and uh, as always let's uh, talk about the sports betting uh, tips that we do each and every day right here at the Ram Report. These are EDDs if you're into football. These are called the Everyday Drills. Love the show, Lori S says, and we love Lori S for sure. Scott Champions in the house. Good morning, Scotty. And uh, the Ten Commandments or the uh, the Five Fundamentals of the Ram Report: Value, Percentage Play, Performance Cycles Player Availability, and I use a Disciplined Money Management System throughout the show today. You're going to hear me talk about A, B, and C type teams. A type teams are teams with a 60 or higher win percentage. B type teams are 50 to 59.9. And C type teams, those are teams with a record of 49.9 or lower. And also you're going to hear me talk about teams that are bullish, neutral, and bearish. And as you can see here on the screens in the NFL, college football, the CFL, teams that are bullish are 3-0 or better. Teams that are neutral, 1-2, and 2-1 and in their last three games. And teams that are bearish, those are teams that are 0-3. And, and as Joe Namath would say, struggling. They are struggling. All right, let's get to the 10 commandments of sports betting. And I do this each and every morning just to remind you guys about the golden rules of sports betting. Avoid betting big money on C-type teams in the Ram Report. No, you don't do that. Nope, you don't do that. Never lay points. Bet the money line or take the points and uh, bet the over-under if you can. Try not to bet on double headers. Too much going on, on the in baseball when you're betting double headers, and I've learned that a long time ago. You don't bet double headers. Follow a disciplined money management system. Never force a pick because you need action on a game. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Why oh, not? No, never, never. Why not? 
Against the rules. Against the rules. Never chase losing bets on a bad day. Bet with your wallet, not your heart. You're trying to beat the number. You're not trying to score points in a fantasy league. Always remember, it's your number against the bookmaker's number. Never bet against eight-type teams who are bullish at home. Enjoy the 24-hour rule. If you had a big night of uh, sports betting and you cashed in and you're ready for a cash-out Monday, take the day off the next day. Enjoy the win and uh, maybe uh, buy yourself a nice uh, dinner or something, uh, you and your better half, and uh, have a great night. Enjoy the wins, right? Enjoy the the cash out Mondays and rule number 10 never bet on teams who are in a bearish cycle no you don't do that you don't do that oh no never never why not why not against the rules you know, you know you're stupid, stupid when you, you do, do that. that. No, you're maybe not stupid, but follow the uh, disciplined money management system. You can see that right here, and you can get the Rain Report sports betting tools all here at ATSTats.com. In fact, this is probably one of the best uh, bargains on the internet when you're looking for tools in your toolbox. Sports betting tools, $4.99 for the week, seven days, and you get complete access, and you get my beer and pizza money picks. And uh, my beer and pizza money pick last night was the Cincinnati Bengals on the money line, and uh, uh, we uh, we showed you the money last night, right, Tom? Show me the money! Yeah, we showed you the money right there, and hopefully you guys were on Cincinnati as well. And, uh, yeah, so also let's uh, go feed the ponies, and then we'll get right into a football-friendly Friday. Run up to the window. Hey. Everybody's trying to get their picks in, and somebody's there trying to uh, strike a conversation with the uh, the ticket taker, eh? <laughs> Come on! Yep, they're off and running today at Santa Anita in California. $45,000 maiden claiming race in race number one today at Santa Anita. 4 p.m. post time, one mile on the turf. And we are going to go with the number four horse, the... Uh, the, uh, the 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 person who invented baseball, Naismith, eh, Doctor John Naismith, the number four horse with JJ Hernandez in the saddle, the number seven horse. That was my number when I played quarterback. The key is unity with Hector Barrios in the saddle, and the number one horse Kawasaki with Vasquez in the saddle, and your Joker's wild selection, the number two horse Percolate with Rispoli in the saddle on the number two horse, five to one morning line on Percolate. If you're gonna play today, I'd go with the uh, Doctor Baseball uh, basketball right there. Speaking of basketball, they played this morning. The number four horse, Naismith, and what you want to do at 5-2 to two morning line, put 10 to win, 10 to place on the four horse and Naismith. This way, when J.J. Hernandez hopefully crosses uh, the wire in first place, you get paid twice. And if he comes in second, well, don't, uh, don't worry. You'll get paid once, which is also nice. And you want to bet all the ponies today at Santa Anita in California. That's a track I got to go to. All right, so then Delmar. There's a couple of tracks out there I want to go to. There's uh, my bucket list of tracks. I've already got Gulfstream. I went to the one in Chicago. Um, yeah, there's some uh, some good tracks out there I want to really try out. All right. Uh, oh, there she is. I got a, hey, as soon as Gloria K comes in. Put that coffee down. <laughs> Coffee's for closers, and Gloria K is the closer. And uh, how you doing there, Gloria K? OG Wheat's in the house. Pen and pad. Let's shake up the bookmakers. Yeah, let's, uh, let's give them a mic. Uh, let's give them a mic single tear right here. Our formula is this. We go out, we hit people in the mouth. Boom. Hey, I could, if I play defense, I want to play for Mike Singletary. That's the guarantee. That's what I want to do. All right, Glory K, Ottawa plus seven tonight. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, if, if you're going to play the Ottawa Red Blacks, here's, here's my recommendation. 
No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Never, never. Hey, but the Ottawa's got to get up this season out of the way. And, uh, yeah, they need some uh, off-season cha- uh, so they, they need some changes in the uh, the coaching staff. All right, uh, Elliot Braze, a money line today. The Grom code has been cracked. Braze win 5-3. Love them at home. Yeah, you know what? Great uh, series this weekend in Atlanta with the New York Mets and the Atlanta Braves. And speaking of baseball, we had a nice winner last night in the beer and pizza section. We gave out the uh, clear. Cleveland Guardians at uh, one and a half plus uh, plus one and a half on the run line. We didn't need it because they cashed in automatically. All right, let's get to your football friendly Friday. And uh, let me see if I got a good. Uh, let me see if I got a good. Um, what would be a good um, soundbite to? Uh, uh, I, I always loved the Mike Singletary one. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. Can't do it, but we will do it. And uh, cash, there you go. Let's go get that straight cash with Randy Moss in the house. All right. Speaking of Randy Moss, look at that. Hey, eh? we'll talk about timing. The Minnesota Vikings taking on the New Orleans Saints. Now, what I'm going to do here today is I'm going to bring up a couple of windows. Hey, pen and paper ready there, OG Wheat says. And I like that. Hey, eh? class is now in session. Teach, win, repeat, as uh, Gloria K would say, and that's what we do here, educate. And the more that um, sports betting really takes off, and I know I'm going off on a little rant here, the more it's about education. And if, if you know, if, if um, people in the industry realize that once you educate the sports better, you will get them playing longer at your sports book. If you don't educate the sports better, the novice sports better, and they blow their their uh, bankroll in one weekend, what good is that? If you don't, uh, you know, it, okay, g- congratulations, you signed up a sports better for one weekend, and then the, they they lost the whole weekend, a bad experience, and they're gone forever. What good is that if you don't educate the sports better? And to me, it's all about education in the sports uh, in the sports betting world. If you want to keep your your players longer playing at your sports book, your casino educate let them have fun and uh, you will uh, prosper in the end all right uh, enough of the ron rat i get it, I, there's a certain button uh, topics that get me going that's one of them all right uh, let me see here what i want to do yeah i want to get the uh, scoreboard out here the uh, scoring uh, defenses and offenses because there's a few things i want to show you guys here uh, today all right yeah before i promised you guys i would get to my college football before i get to the nfl here's the four that i've circled down this weekend liberty money line iowa state money line ul lafayette the raging cajuns and utsa they go on tonight those are the four college football and i've already posted my top play my premium pick it's one of those four and it's in the uh, premium sections and one of those pick is also in the uh, beer and pizza money all right i promise you that and there it is and uh let's hope we uh, cash in this weekend all right speaking of cashing in let's go to the game between the vikings and the uh, new orleans saints now that game will be played across the pond and i believe it's a 9 30 eastern start right i believe we got 9 30 and the bookmakers made the vikings a three and a half point favorite 42 and a half is the total and i heard this morning that michael thomas will be out um james Jameis Winston is doubtful. Kamara is questionable. Yeah, this is starting to look like a mash unit, right? And what's rule number one when uh, we don't get our players and you don't have a good feeling? When in doubt, get out, right? So looking at this game, Minnesota and the Saints. Now, um, I don't know what the line has. You see, maybe the line has changed. I didn't get a chance to, um, yeah, Minnesota minus three. So, all right, the lane has, um, you still got Andy Dalton as a backup, right? So if anything happens to Jameis Winston, 
But uh, we'll see what happens here this weekend. And uh, Jarvis Landry is a question mark. And everybody's a go. It looks like all the uh, the studs for Minnesota are ready to go. Now, looking at the Minnesota Vikings on uh, passing and uh, the rushing the football on offense, ranked 15th this year so far after three weeks. Passing, 19th ranked uh, rushing the ball. You think with uh, Dalvin Cook, you think you'd be a little bit better and maybe in the top 10. And for the New Orleans Saints, believe it or not, the 8th uh, ranked Passing offense in the NFL when it comes to yardage. Number 16 on rushing the football in the league, so middle of the pack. And uh, when you look at both defenses, yeah, Minnesota, this is why they're um, struggling. Yeah, ranked 29th on the pass defense, 24th on the rush defense. And the New Orleans Saints, um, the number five pass defense in the league. But the bad news is number 26 uh, trying to stop the run. And when you look at the scoring averages going into this weekend, you got the 17th ranked uh, offense against the 23 ranked Saints. And uh, Minnesota uh, only giving up 18.3. But you know what's funny is that the Saints have the fifth best pass defense in the league. But look at that. On scoring points, giving up 22.6 points per game. So that's a little bit of a concern if you ask me. And when you look at the history between these two teams overall, the Saints, uh, you know what? The Saints aren't the same without Sean Payton. As much as uh, you know, we want to try to put the lipstick on a pig here, it's not happening. It's uh, The Saints are not the same without Sean Payton. Dennis Allen, to me, is, is he's a coordinator and i don't um I, I think if you're a saints fan it could be a long year on deck you got the giants and then you for minnesota you got the cleveland browns but uh look at the history between these two teams new orleans six and four straight up six three and one against the point spread and um any teams this year playing on six days rest and they're a home dog one and 12 to the under now i know they're across the pond but they are labeled the home underdog this weekend so um i don't know maybe the under is where you want to go when you think of the new orleans saints that passing defense minnesota ranked 15th so if they and here's the thing today on the show when we talk about football we're going to talk about the team's strengths and weaknesses now take off your betting hat put on your coach's hat and say okay if i'm the defense coordinator for both these teams how am i going to stop this offense right so if i'm looking at minnesota they're pretty much ranked in the middle of the pack when it comes to pass and uh, the rushing so um you know and we got the fifth best uh pass defense uh, pass defense in the league so if you're minnesota you know okay we got to get that running game going this weekend because this secondary for the saints is pretty good the rank fifth so it could be a uh, a long long day the percentage play does favor the saints here at 59.4 49.3 the only thing i don't like about the vikings they seem to be a jekyll and hyde type team when they're away from home right if you uh, look at the games so far this year at home you know they beat the lions they beat the packers and then well they played a very good eagles team so the jury's out i'm still not convinced yet on the vikings i don't want to label them a bad team yet um they're middle of the pack but for me going into this game guys I don't like anything right here. I, I, the fact that Michael Thomas won't be in the Saints lineup, that has me a little bit concerned. Uh, but uh, going to this game, in order for Minnesota to win this game, they got to get the running game going. I don't see, you know, they, they're going to, if there is a chance, they could because the, the Saints have the 26th worst uh, rush defense. But, um, I'm going to pass on this game. I know our forecast here has 24-23, but uh, I'm not going to force a pick. You know, one of the golden rules, don't force a pick. And if I don't feel it, I don't feel it. And uh, I'm just going to take a quick look at some of the other uh, stats and trends going into this weekend. Uh, let me see here. Nothing. I'm looking for check marks and some of the over-under stats, right? Nothing really there. Uh, look at that. Not a lot of check marks here. 
for the uh, the saints yeah so when in doubt get out i don't like nothing this game what do you guys like um don't forget historically the playing field in england has been awful cook for viking has a sprained shoulder and hasn't been very effective Seves. so yeah so there you go maybe that's why and you know what these injury reports hey you got to be in the cia or csis uh, to get an injury reports from these guys because at the end of the day nobody wants to look what happened last night they knew that one of the um uh, the defensive backs for the Dolphins was injured. He was coming in a big gimpy. They went after him and they torched him. And they, you know the, that's what happens, right? So you got to be very careful uh, disclosing your injuries because, hey man, in football there's no friends. And if somebody's, uh, like I always say, are you hurt or injured? If you're injured and you're still in the game, they're gonna go after you big time. All right, let's get to the Commanders and the uh, Dallas Cowboys. This should be an interesting matchup. You got the number. 10th ranked passing uh, offense here with Washington. Hey, who would have thought Washington would rank number 10th with uh, Carson Wentz? You know, Carson Wentz, it's a, it's a love-hate relationship, right? I know there's a, you know, when he's on his game, he could be good. But, uh, you know, when you go to Detroit and you're in the red zone a couple of times and you don't cash in, remember that uh, situation there with Detroit? Man, 27 to 36. They got smoked by the Lions. That was a bad, bad game. Now, going into this game, the Cowboys coming off a fresh Monday night football win. They look pretty good against the Giants, 23-16. The Cowboys on offense with Cooper Rush. And, um, yeah, an off passing 24 rank and 11th rank rushing the football. Now, here's the thing with these, uh, two, these two teams. When you look at the strengths and weaknesses of both these teams, and keep in mind, football teams are, are built on with three components in mind, right? There's three, there's, there's three coordinators that, that really are in charge of a football game. The offense, the defense, and the special teams, right? So when we're looking at the strengths and weaknesses of the offense and defense, and if I'm Washington and I'm going up against the four fourth best passing defense and uh stefan diggs his brother who plays the uh, Diggs for the, uh, the the cowboys in the secondary you don't want to be testing him out because he's he's a ball hawk he'll get if he's close to the ball he'll get it and but the, the cowboys rush 23rd against the run where washington is ranked 21 and when i look at washington it's going to be their passing offense against that uh, dallas cowboy uh, pass defense which is ranked fourth in the league and if you're the cowboys man you just want to um it, you want balance this weekend because Washington, not very good on the pass defense. In fact, they're ranked 28th. And let's take a look at their scoring numbers going into this weekend. They are uh, on defense, ranked 28th scoring, allowing 27.3. Dallas allowing 17.3. Ranked number 8 uh, in scoring defense. But look at their offense. Eh? A very anemic. 15.3 points per game but let's go to the um let's go to the scorecard and see what they played this weekend they played the giants um i'm not sold on the giants yet i think they're a pretender the bengals are good to just you know the super bowl hangover and tampa bay once Tampa Bay gets their offense figured out, we all know they got a good defense. It's the offense in Tampa Bay that's got to start moving, right? And, uh, you know, Tom Brady at the beginning of the year, not having a real uh, good start to the training camp and in week, uh, the first three weeks, and then it has no receivers. So you got to take that in consideration. Washington going to this game, coming off a, a win over the Jaguars. And who thought in week one the Jaguars were going to be uh, a respectable team, right? We'll see uh, coming this weekend. They lost to um, the, the Lions. 
points. That was a bad loss. Um, they should, you know, should have kept it a little bit closer. And then the uh, the Eagles. Well, the Eagles are a good football team, and uh, that game was played at home against the Eagles, and they only scored eight points against that defense. So going into this game, and I'm looking at the Cowboys minus three and a half, 40 and a half is the total. I got a 23-19 victory for the uh, the Cowboys. I got them winning by four. The percentage play, look at that, 52.3. If I were to play this game here this weekend, I would take Dallas on the money line. And uh, I, you know what? The, the, I know somebody just posted, Nico said, hey, also leaning on the over. I don't know if I'd want to take the over. And if you look at the percentage, well, you know what? Look at the the, uh, the percentage play. Is at 67%. And when you look at the Cowboys and you look at their scoring offense this year, uh, how many points per game are they? Uh, let me see here. Uh, I already talked about it, right? Is it 15, I said? Uh, the Dallas Cowboys averaging, uh, yeah, 15.3. Washington, 21. Yeah, maybe the over could be. The percentage play is there. The Kogo is at 67%. Kogo stands for chance of game going over the total. And uh, the way we uh, calculate that is we look for the law of average, right? What goes up must come down. And for the Dallas Cowboys, last three games have gone over the total. What does that tell you? The percentage play favors the over so i do agree with you there nico kelly um tom brady can make uh, an offensive tackle receiver if he wants he's gonna lay down hey tom brady is um the, the thing with tom brady that really when you look he, he always he didn't never really had the big body receiver right always had like the edelmans and uh the west walkers and, and you know uh, welker was it walker yeah west well Wel- walker or welker i can't remember i think it's welker um, you know me i'm bad with names right but um yeah tom brady always had these small receivers but he always found them he always found them but uh, going into this one i would lean with the uh, the cowboys here on the money line and uh, washington well uh we'll see what happens this week we'll see if the uh, riverboat ron rivera it will be uh, gambling this weekend in dallas at uh, jerry's casino hey jerry's big casino the big house all right let's get to the next game and uh, again uh, when i'm doing a game guys when i'm breaking down a game post your comment post your picks in to the bullpen that is our chat box and say you know what i agree with ron oh sorry ron uh, agree to disagree i'm going with the commanders and uh, you know what they we're all friends here i got big broad shoulders if you don't like the pick uh let me know what you what you like because sometimes when you know doing a um handicap in a game is like a court case you know you're, you're trying to uh you're trying to uh, uh put on the, the pros and cons of your selections and but you got to keep an open mind and you got to um analyze everything right situational handicapping i've never seen the nfl so um so tight when it comes to numbers hey how many times we're looking at games like the fourth quarter it's like man it's still a coin flip here it can go either way all right let's get to the next game here between the commanders and the uh no the uh jaguars and the philadelphia eagles with the uh, front runner for the coach of the year right doug peterson hey doug's a great coach we saw what he did in philly and uh speaking of philly look at that uh peterson's coming back home to uh, face um his old team the philadelphia eagles but uh, it's not like players right players don't care if coaches because coaches you know they get their contract unless they love their coach and they you know they they just you know you had the uh, the russell wilson bowl there in week one i don't think this is a doug peterson bowl i don't think the players you know they just want to get that w and uh, play well and keep the uh, momentum going right if you're jacksonville you just want to keep everything going you're on a two-game win streak i think you already won more games than you did last year but or close to it and uh looking at the line the eagles minus six and a half 45 and a half is the total and uh looking at our forecast 29 24 favoring the eagles the percentage play does favor philadelphia at 55.5 percent chance of winning compared to 41 
point one for the Jaguar, which I like. Anytime I get the underdog in a 40% uh, percentage on the cow, I like that a lot. The uh, Kogel's at 59%. Now, let's take off our uh, betting hat and put on our coordinator hat. If I'm the, uh, the coordinators of the Jacksonville Jaguars and I'm looking at the Eagles, I got to stop the quarterback. I got to stop Jalen Hurts. And uh, looking at number three, passing offense. Number seven, rushing um, offense as well. So, you know what? The Eagles are doing both uh, very well. And what's their strength of schedule? You know, you can be in the top 10, but uh, what's the strength of schedule? Are you playing cupcakes? Are you playing uh, really good football teams? Week one, you played the Lions. You know, Lions, I'm still not convinced. Vikings, not not really convinced as well. And the Commanders. So, three cupcake games right here, right? And when I mean cupcakes, I'm talking about not they're not top 10 teams, right? And these, these are teams that could, and I say could, uh, beat teams below 500. And look at Jacksonville. They're coming in battle-tested, right? The Commanders, the Colts, and the Chargers. Really, um, you know, I, I think the Colts are a better football team than they, they've shown the first two weeks, even though they got that win last week against Kansas City, which was a big win. So their strength is schedule. What's their strength to schedule last three uh, games? 38.8%, 44. So neither of these teams have hit a uh, strength to schedule over 50. So pretty soft games. And those are tough to handicap sometimes right because you know when, when you're um you're playing the team you want to play the you want to play the best because as soon as you beat those the best then you're considered a, a good football team right but uh, I, I think the eagles i don't see a signature win yet right do you guys see a signature win commanders vikings lions there's no signature win even though that was a big win on monday night football against uh, kirk cousin and the uh, minnesota vikings i don't see a big big signature win and if you're the jacksonville jaguars um believe it or not you have the number one rushing defense coming into this league um, in, on Sunday, right? So Philadelphia, with that number three pass, the number seven rushing uh, offense, if they can, if Jacksonville can stop the rush, which they've proven they can, being the number one rush uh, defense in the league, then you're going to force Philadelphia to use their legs. But that RPO, eh, Jalen Hurts uh, with the uh, the run-pass option, you know, that zone read, and the, the RPO, which stands for run-pass option, and you know when you sometimes you see like it's like a, you think it's an inside zone handoff, and he's reading the defensive end, and if the defensive end crashes in, he pulls it and he runs to the outside, which is a great play on, on third and inches, um, fourth and goal, like a very short yardage play. It, you got to be very disciplined, and you're, you know, the, the defensive end and the linebackers, uh, we, we call a scrape and, um, um, scrape and pull, right? You scrape down, pull to the edge, and you got to stop the quarterback. Um, it's tough. Anytime you play an RPO type uh, quarterback, you got to practice that all week, you know, because that's what they're going to do. Uh, you know what? I, I, the first three weeks, I wasn't really sure about the Eagles, and I, I you know, I, um, I'm 90% all in on the Eagles, but they haven't played anybody yet, right? And the Jacksonville Jaguars, here's the thing. They went last week, and they played in uh, L.A. They played the Chargers. So you you got to consider the time travel this week, right? And and last night, in, in situational handicapping, you know, I told you guys last night. Remember I said Miami is not in a good situational handicapping spot. I don't like the spot they're in. You had a team that was what? Before last night, one and two. You had a team with a losing record be the home favorite against the best, you know, a 3-0 team, right? That that's to me was the numbers. I always say handicap the numbers, but sometimes you got to handicap situational handicapping. And I think the Chargers a little bit um 
out of their beds type thing, right? Out of their comfort, couple of time zones, coming back, practice, back on the plane, getting to Philly. Philly, uh, they were in Washington last week. They had their way. Um, I do like Philadelphia here this weekend, guys. I do like Philly. Um, I had a 29-24, but um, yeah, you know me. I don't lay points, but I like Philadelphia to win. I don't know if it's a 29-24 type game, but uh, the rule number one here, for, if I'm Jacksonville, um, you've got to um, find a way to uh, get uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, you know, balance on offense, on passing and rushing the ball. And if you do that, I think uh, you could keep it close. But because of situational handicap, and I don't like this spot here for the Jaguars, I'm going to go with the Eagles, and I got them winning by about uh, 7 to 10 points. All right, there you have it. Uh, there you go. That's the uh, the game on that. Let me know what you guys think of uh, that uh breakdown right there uh tom brady nico another pepto bismol game yeah hey struggling yeah or uh i love this uh, this is one of my favorite sound bites how about our offense when are we gonna put it together when are we gonna put it together can we not run the ball down their throats every snap can we not throw it anytime we want to fucking throw it? Whoa, whoa, whoa easy there rex easy easy speaking of running the uh speaking of the offense hey how about our offense? Chicago Bears, how about our offense? Ranked, hey, I couldn't, I couldn't plan this any better. The, the 32 ranked passing offense uh, in the Chicago Bears. How about our offense? <laughs> how about our offense? However, however, Rex, the number two rushing offense in the league, they are uh, number two. But the bad news is they can't stop the run. They're ranked number 30th in stopping the run. Defensive secondary is pretty good. But when you think of Bears, what do you always think of, right? A good defense, a running game. But that's um, that's the Chicago Bears. Good defense and a running game. They, they, it seems the Bears just um, never had the passing game. Eh? Just never had the passing game. And, uh, yeah, it's just too bad. All right, the, the Giants taking on the Chicago Bears this weekend at the uh, Meadowlands. And you can see the Giants, a 3.5-point favorite. 39.5 is the total. And uh, we got a 22-20. We got a close one here. Hey, Brian Dable doing a great job here with the uh, the Giants, former Buffalo Bills um, coordinator. And, um, you know, it's uh, to me, when I look at the football, the uh, New York football Giants, they got to get that uh, Saquon Barkley going every game. It seems to me, if you don't get Saquon Barkley running the football, you're putting way too much pressure on a still young quarterback in Daniel Jones, right? Daniel Jones, the jury's still out. Um, you know, we don't know what type of quarterback he's going to be down the road. But, you know, I always say, you know what the best friend of a quarterback is? A great running game. And they can get that in the uh, the Giants as long as Saquon stays healthy. And you're going up against uh, a very good Chicago Bears uh, team here who are, but, you know, on defense, um, ranked 30th against the run. So if they can get Saquon going this weekend, the O-line could dominate the trenches, and um, it could be a long day for the Chicago Bears, right? When you look at the Bears, who have they played so far this uh, this year? And even though they're, what, 2-1? and one, I believe they're 2-1 and one on the year. You know, two and one. It's uh, and everybody remember at the beginning of the year they like they people were saying, oh, the Bears won't have like two wins all year. Well, they beat the, uh, the in that monsoon there at Soldier Field, nineteen to ten against the 49ers. They lost to the Packers at Lambeau, twenty seven ten, and then a twenty three twenty win against the uh, Texans at home, right? But it was at home, and uh, they did win. Where the Giants, week one, remember in week one against the Titans, 
they were facing a, you know they were down at half they made great halftime adjustments and they said you know what Dable realized okay this team is not going to throw deep on us we're going to have to find a way to run the ball and that's what they did they established a run they went on to win and you know Vrabel was it Vrabel that went for two or no the the Giants yeah Dable went for two got it and that was a gutsy gutsy win and then a 1916 win over the Panthers and then a, a tough Monday night loss at home to the Cowboys right how about them Cowboys winning against the Giants but uh, remember I told you guys that when uh, the the Cowboys owns Joe own the Chiefs owns owns uh, the uh, the Giants and they showed that Monday night looking at this one I got the Giants uh, winning 22-20 a 59.4% chance of winning I'm going to go with the Giants on the money line I think Giants money line is where you want to go I think the unders it's it's like low hanging fruit right it just looks too obvious I just everybody in the world is going to be on the under um, I don't know if I'd want to touch the total on that one alright uh, let me see what you guys are saying Laugh my, it's uh, football Friday says Rex yeah I'm taking bears, eh? <laughs> what are you trying to say, stockholder? Am I saying too much, eh? Eh, what are you saying? Careful, coach. You might get banned like John. Um, careful, coach. You might get banned like John. Oh, for the uh, the the Rex Ryan uh, quote right there. Yeah, I'm gonna. Hey, Rex in his potty mouth. I'm gonna have to. Hey, put soap in his mouth there. My grandma used to say, "If you swear, put soap in your mouth." Come on, Rex. Uh, keep that potty mouth off our air here. Hey. How about our offense? <laughs> How about our offense there, Chicago? Um, yeah, money line the uh, New York Football Giants. Uh, all right, so I do like the Eagles. I uh, like the um, what did I say in the Washington Dallas game? Uh, I think I said Dallas, right? Um, can't remember. Uh, New Orleans. It's one of those mornings, eh? It's one of those mornings, folks. All right, let's go to the game of the week. The game of the week between Buffalo and Baltimore. Uh, Buffalo and Baltimore. What a game this is going to be. All right, so you got two great quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, and you got Josh Allen's for the Buffalo Bills. Now, looking at the. Uh, uh, the lineup for this week and just want to see if there's any question marks just Gabe Davis yeah Gabe Davis doesn't look like he's a go that's too bad though you know why because when when the uh, the teams are double teaming Stefan Diggs um, you know Davis has, has been a good one but uh, who else has been good McKenzie McKenzie's been also good and uh, Dawson Knox is a question mark so we'll have to see about that this weekend going into this game uh, Buffalo a three and a half point road favorite Looking at the uh, the over under is at fifty and a half. <laughs> he says no, no. I love it. All right, as long as you like the accent, that's good. Uh, there's some people there to, who want me off the air because they don't like my accent. A. Eh? All right, so um, fifty and a half is the total. Twenty eight, twenty four is I got as a final score. Now looking at the Buffalo Bills a passing offense, number one in the league. In fact, when you look at the uh, the Buffalo Bills passing offense, they're averaging. Uh, let me see here. 329 yards per game and the completion rate there's only three teams in the nfl that has a 70 percent or higher completion rate buffalo bills complete 70.1 percent of their passes the la rams 72.5 but guess this they're only averaging 234 uh, passing yards per game and the rank 17th and for the seattle seahawks remember i told you guys in week one i said wow i didn't realize how consistent geno smith is in his completion Geno has a, uh, a 76.7, the Seattle Seahawks, 
uh, completion percentage. It's the number one in the league. However, the bad news is it's only averaging 221 passes uh, yards per game. But hey, you know what? Uh, Bill Walsh said it best when he's evaluating quarterbacks. And you know me, I'm a quarterback coach. I've done a lot of research on quarterbacks. And the number one thing when when uh, when general managers look at the draft and they're evaluating quarterbacks, and Bill Walsh used to say that. The number one um, thing that I'm looking for is accuracy. I need quarterbacks who are accurate because if we're only completing 50% of our passes, it's going to put a lot of stress on the offense in the run game. But uh, yeah, believe it or not, Seattle Seahawks, the number one uh, pass uh, completion uh, percentage rate in the CFL, uh, NFL. Eh? Canadian, eh? <laughs> all right, now you got me all conscious of that, stockholder. Thanks a lot. All right, uh, let me see here. Buffalo Bills. 28-24 is what I have as a final. Hey, the Bills 2-1. Tough, tough loss last week. Now, the thing is, with Buffalo going to this game, a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries in the secondary. Falling like flies last week in Miami. The heat was uh, was an issue. And now you're going to Baltimore, where they uh, have one of the best home records. In fact, let me... Um, Remember I showed you guys this last week? Let me go back to the last, I think it was last three or seven years. Let me go back to my NFL page right here. And let's go to, where was that? Um, uh, Jekyll and I think it was this here. Uh, the home teams, last couple of years, yeah. Look at this, home record. Uh, Baltimore, where's Baltimore? Oh, no, number 11th. I thought they were better last three years. For some reason, I thought Baltimore had a better um, home record. All right, Buffalo on the road, number 7th, last three years on the road, going up to uh, Baltimore, number 11th. In fact, uh, no, still respectable, right? Looking at the percentage play, 62.5% chance of winning here for the Bills, 36.3 for the Baltimore Ravens. The Kogos at 50%. So, if you want to uh, make some money on the uh, on the over under, show me the money. Yeah, fifty percent is pretty good. Anytime, and I'm talking about percentage play, right? I'm not talking about market psychology. You don't want to bet on the, you know, like say the, the the first game. I think it was uh, New Orleans uh, or Minnesota. Last three games went under. You know, when, when you get a situation like that, that then the bookmakers they got you right there. They they know from a market psychology. That the you know if if you know a team has played three four unders that everybody's going to start thinking that way right but then uh, when everybody goes one way what's the golden rule of sports betting you go the other way but uh, Ravens going into this game and looking at Baltimore uh, the number fourteenth passing team in the league number eight in rushing which is a top ten which you expect uh, with a, a good quarterback like uh, Lamar and looking at the um, the running game for the uh, J K Dobbins. This weekend, how's his uh, situation right now? He had seven attempts, 23 yards. I believe that was last game, right? Uh, let me see his uh, stats. Uh, last week, uh, yeah, seven attempts, 23 yards. Not really a um, not really a fantasy league numbers that uh, going to make you a lot of money, right? But uh, yeah, for the Buffalo Bills. Now, if you're the defense coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, you're ranked number two in passing, number two in in uh, in, in stopping the football. So hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Buffalo, just keep doing what you're doing. And if you're the uh, Baltimore Ravens on defense, you need to find a way. They got exposed in week number one, right? When uh, Tua and hopefully Tua will be okay after last night. In uh, week number one, they they, they um, the the secondary of the um, the Baltimore Ravens. Man, they got exposed really bad. Like that was uh, Ed Reed is probably losing his mind right now watching that. Right, they they're averaging 353 yards against passing yards, and you got Josh Allen coming to town. This could be a uh, this could be a long long day for the Baltimore Ravens. And um, 
if if Baltimore has got that, uh, you know, obviously if they had Gabe Davis in the in the lineup, it will help them. But you got the number one passing offense coming up against the number one, um, you know, worst defense of um, in the secondary. This could be a long, long day for uh, the Buffalo, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going with Buffalo, and I'm going to take them on the money line. I don't like laying points. I'll take the money line. And what's the money line right now on the uh, the Buffalo Bills? And it's minus 162. Why wouldn't you, you know, you do it in baseball. Why wouldn't you do it in football, right? Give me, and, and let's be honest. Do we think the Buffalo Bills are going to start the year two and two when everybody's already got them? Uh, where, where's the Super Bowl this year in Arizona, I think, or uh, Minnesota? Where's the Super Bowl? I know you guys will know. Hey, everybody's got them going to the Super Bowl. Do you think they're going to start off two and two? I don't think so. And when you look at Baltimore right now and you look at the Baltimore Ravens, let's take a look at their win. The Jets. Dolphins, hey, Dolphins exposed them, right? That fourth quarter comeback. And the Patriots. The Patriots are they're an average team. Let I'll show you that in a minute. All their stats are average. And uh, for the Bills, Rams, Titans, Dolphins, three, three tough, tough games, right? What's the strength of schedule in the going for the Bills in this game? 66%. Hey, battle tested. Know that no that says? That says we're coming in battle tested. However, however. Uh, good news and bad news here the good news is that buffalo bills got uh you know the number one passing offense number 15 rushing offense in the league the bad news is they don't do well in this stadium three and eight straight up four six and one against the number and baltimore eight and three straight up in their last 10 um last 11 head-to-head meetings that's the only thing that little concerns me right there but i do oh las vegas okay las vegas i wasn't sure but uh, yeah, going into this game, um, the Buffalo has not had a lot of success in this stadium. And let's take a look at the uh, the Bills' last three years uh, coming off a loss. Let me see here. Do I have that? No, I don't. Uh, I'll have to take a look at that after. And uh, let me see here. No, nothing really standing right out. Look at the over for Buffalo on the road against non-division opponents. Ten and three to the over. Maybe the over is where you want to go. Hey, you 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 got the number ranked thirty-two pass defense, and you got the number one. Uh, hey, what do I say? You throw to score, you run to win. Hey, remember that saying? I always told you guys. I learned at a coach's clinic. You throw to score, you run to win, and defense wins championships. High five, and let's get to the next year, right? All right. So uh, that's my take on that. And as Stone Cold would say. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, Stone Cold said so. All right, let's get to the uh, next game here, and let's talk about, um, uh, speaking of Bill Belichick, uh, are we there already? Let me see here. Um, did we do New England yet? No, eh? we haven't done New Okay, I think I skipped that one. All right, let's do New England against the um, Green Bay Packers. You know, Three years ago, this would probably be the uh, a four. It is a four o'clock game, but probably be a Sunday night game. But uh, this is not the same, right? This is not the mentality going into this game. You got uh, let me see here, Matt Jones, who's uh, you know out for this uh, game. I believe he's out. Let me see here. Let me see the lineup going into this game. Yeah, Matt Jones, doubtful. Yeah, let's let's be honest. That anytime you get a high ankle sprain like that, and you ask any football player. When you get a high ankle sprain, you prefer it be broken. I know it sounds bad. You don't want a high ankle sprain because it's a nagging injury. And I've seen it throughout my career as a football coach. High ankle sprains is there's the, the only thing that heals that is time. And you just it's it's like a growing, it's like a hamstring. You just can't do nothing about it. You just gotta ice it. You know what's that? Um, the the uh, you know rice uh, rest ice elevation or something. Anyways, there's some abbreviation. You're you're in a bad bad spot. But uh, going to this week, Aaron Rodgers. 
It's not, you know what? You look at the Packers through the first three games, only ranked 19th in the league in passing, ninth in rushing the football, right? You would think it would be the opposite. You'd think to be the number ninth passing team, but no, they're the 19th passing team. And uh, Green Bay doing it with defense, the number seven pass defense. However, you can run on the uh, Green Bay Packers. They are rush, uh, ranked 19th against rush defense. New England, even Steven. When you look at New England on offense, ranked 12 on the pass, ranked 13 on the rush. Uh, pass defense, hey, you got Belichick. You got Belichick, number eight uh, on pass D, but number 20th on uh, rush defense, right? So a little bit, uh, as Bart Scott would say, can't stop a nosebleed rushing the football. I love Bart Scott. I, I, I started listening to him on the uh, on the four-letter network, as they say, and uh, this guy is... Uh, he, he's awesome. He's funny. I would love to, I would love to hang with Bart Scott. He's he's uh just you know just a football guy. All right, uh, let me see here. Sixty one point one percent. The Packers' uh, chance of winning compared to thirty eight point eight nine for the New England Patriots. Kogo's at a very high percentage. Look at that. 84% chance of this one going over the total. The Patriots at Lambeau, believe it or not, they've only been there four times. One and three straight up. One, two, and one against the number. Six, three, and one overall in the last 10 head-to-head meetings for the Packers. I like Green Bay this weekend. And uh, what's my forecast say here? I got a 21-15 type score, which is very, very low. And if you're, let's say you're Belichick going into this weekend and you're facing Aaron Rodgers, you got the seventh best um, pass defense in the league, right? So what you want to do is maybe you you um, you rush less and you force them to run the football because uh, the Packers, well, maybe not. <laughs> hey, um, they're the ranked number ninth on rushing the football. And uh, yeah, I don't know. This is a tough one. I just, I look at New England and I'm like, man, where, where's Brady? Hey, <laughs> where's Brady? Because, uh, and where's Josh McDaniels? I bet you any money Josh McDaniel wish he was in New England right now. But uh, the number 25th scoring offense against the number 27th. And you know what? When you think of this, you're probably thinking over. But always keep in mind of this right here. 25 and 27. Only averaging 16 points per game. And the New England Patriots uh, on defense giving up 23.6. And the Packers ranked 6 against scoring. Uh, only giving up 15 points per game, which is pretty good, right? Pretty, pretty good. I do like the Packers here. I think they win by 10. And uh, I have a 61 0.1% chance of winning. Rest, ice, compression, elevation, rice. Boom. Hey, there you go. Uh, Holy cow! See that? This is what I love about the bullpen, right? They they see me. They see me uh, struggling. They see me struggling right there, and they pick me right up there. That's what I love. You F. You're, you're. You could be my assistant. Uh, you want to be which coordinator do you want? You want DC or OC? Eh? or special teams? Yeah, maybe special teams because you're a special person and you pick me right up there. I love that. Rice, rest, ice, compression, elevation. That was awesome. All right, Gloria K, I'm missing the show. I'm so far in the cornfields today. No connections. <laughs> Gloria K, I guess she's uh, doing the uh, uh, the golf tour again. All right, uh, let me see. Glendale is correct. Las Vegas hosted the draft, and I'm sure they host the Super Bowl next season. Yeah, Arizona. I thought it was being Arizona. Throw the score and run to win t-shirt material. Yeah, absolutely. You throw the score, you run to win. That's. Uh, I went to a coach's clinic once, and that was the uh, the coach. Uh, was a high school coach, and I think it was a high school coach, and he says, yeah. Uh, you throw the score and you run to win and defense wins championships all right uh, so i do like the packers here don't like the total hey eh? when, when you got an offense who you don't know what the starting quarterback is going to be uh probably hoyer but uh yeah i'm gonna pass on that one all right let's get to your next one we're halfway through the show believe it or not already halfway through right it's uh time flies when you're having fun speaking of fun can we have fun you're damn right 
I demand that we have fun. See, that was much better, Rex. Hey, that was much better than this. How about our offense? <laughs> when are we going to put it together? When are we going to put it together? All right, speaking of putting together, Pittsburgh, when do you get that, uh, that running game going? Hey, Pittsburgh Steelers. When you think of the Steelers, you think of that defense, you think of the, the running game, um, and you look at you know, what's the uh, situation on Najee Harris right now. Um, you know, he's been, I think he's banged up. He's not, you know, not having the, the probably the season, the start that he'd like. Uh, last game against Cleveland, let me see, 56 yards. He hasn't broken 100 yards yet. You know, if you want to be a successful offense, you got a minimum, a minimum passing per game, 250, and you got to rush for 100 yards. If you can, you know, get over the 300 mark on offense, you got a pretty good chance of winning football games, right? The two things that'll kill you in a football game, I say it every week on this show, turnovers and penalties. Minimize your turnovers and penalties. Get balance on, on offense, on your passing and defense, and minimize those turnovers and penalties, and you, you should win football games, right? Looking at the Steelers going into this weekend, Man, hey, they're the life after Big Ben. 28 uh, ranked passing, 22nd ranked uh, rushing. That's not going to cut it, especially on defense. The number 22nd pass defense, and I thought it was a little bit better than that. Remember, they had like five interceptions week one against Cincinnati. Rush defense, 28. In rush defense, hey, you, you don't see that. Oh, I think I just, uh, am I here still? <laughs> we just had a little bit of a blackout, but I think uh, we're here. Funny you mentioned it, Coach. Steelers are about to get some offense this Sunday, like the over. Big Steeler fan here says Nico Kelly. Yeah. Hey, how about our offense? How about our offense? <laughs> when are we going to get together? How to about our offense? When are we going to put it together? Yeah, when are we going to put it together? All right, the New York Jets, the New York JTS Jet Jet Jets. I'm just watching the screen right there. I'm seeing the, uh, the blackout. All right, so we're back. Uh, the New York Jets. A um, fifth-ranked passing offense, eh? Who had the Jets in the top 10 passing offense with uh, now it looks like Zach Wilson. Why would you bring in Zach Wilson when when uh, Flacco is, is doing an okay job, right? I, I think this is going to come back and bite them in the butt. But, you know, they're saying, well, you spent all this money on the, you know, your number one draft. you got to play him, right? Well, tell that to your fan base when, when hopefully he doesn't go in there and poop the bed, right? Number ranked 26 rushing in the in the league. So they got to get the running game going right there. And it uh, looks like Michael Carter uh, needs to get, uh, well, the offensive line, right? As much as I want to blame the uh, the running back, that offensive line got to start doing a better job. And looking at the uh, the defense, middle of the pack, right? When you look at uh, Coach Soleil, Robert Soleil, he's a defensive mind, right? Comes from San Francisco. He's a defensive, um, uh, defensive guy, defensive coach. So you expect the defense to be middle of the pack. It's just the, uh, the Jets. Well, one and two on the year, going up to Pittsburgh and uh, their history in Pittsburgh, three and seven last ten, four and six against the number, and you got the Tennessee Titans on deck. And if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, dangerous, dangerous spot, right? And I'll tell you why. You play, you played last week, and you lost to a division rival in the Cleveland Browns. Guess who you got ahead of you next week? You're at Lambeau facing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So this is a dangerous uh, spot here for the Steelers. But uh, looking at their last game when they played against the New York Jets, it was uh, 2019, December 22nd. It was at New York, and you lost 16-10. to And the last time the, um, uh, the Jets went to um, Pittsburgh, it was 2016, October 9th. And uh, it was a 31-13 win for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously, with a different team. What was the line on that game? Pittsburgh was... Um, a nine-point favorite, right? 
Pittsburgh was a nine-point favorite in that game, and now they're only three and a half. Hey, it's going to be a little different uh, getting used to the uh, the Steelers without Big Ben and uh, a dominating defense, right? When you look at the defense right now, 22nd and 28th, respectively, in pass defense and uh, rushing defense. But let me see against the, the points. Yeah, averaging 22 points against. 18th in points uh, scoring on defense, 19th on offense. Not going to cut it, right? Not going to cut it. And uh, as Herm Edwards say, why do you play football? Hello? You play to win the game. Yeah, you play to win the game. And speaking of Herm Edwards, he used to coach with the Giants, uh, the Jets. Hey, good timing on the uh, on the production here today. Hey, the one man show. I feel like an oompapa band, you know. Like I'm doing, like I'm stubbing my feet with the the, the 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 bass drums, and I'm doing other things. Hey, when you're a one man show, that's what you got to do, right? All right, uh, so going into this one, I got a 21-16 victory for the Steelers. I do like Pittsburgh. You know, I don't know if it's a reputation play um, or just, uh, you know, the Jets. It's like, you know, when the Jaguars on the road, um, you don't know if you want to trust them. Um, but, there, you know, there's something with the Jets. The, the fact that they're starting Wilson, that concerns me. If they would go with Flacco, I'd probably be with the Jets. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh money line. What's the money line? Um, let me see here. Pittsburgh Steelers money line uh, minus 170. A little chalky. A little chalky. There's the big ragu. Hey, eh? uh, my buddy, the big ragu. Uh, you, got a, you got a big entrance with a stone cold there, ragu. All right. Uh, George Pickens anytime plus 370 says Nico Kelly. Yeah, give us a year or two and get a, a beefed up O line and we'll be okay. Who's Mizzou the network? I like the Bills as a dog against the uh, Packers. Uh, I like the Bill as a dog against the Packers. Uh, the okay, oh Bill, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Uh, Flacco hasn't been play, has uh, has been playing well indeed. Tongue Tide says throw Wilson in there, get a better. Yeah, hey, let's let's throw. Uh, you know, if uh, this is a bad move, I'm sorry, but if you're gonna start, uh, you know, let's be honest. Zach Wilson's still a rookie quarterback. Why would you start him on the road in Pittsburgh? Why, you know, where are you playing next week? Who are you playing next week? You're playing. The Titans at home. Why wouldn't you play him there at home, right? If I was, if I was a head coach, I say, you know what? Let's go to our veteran quarterback who's won a Super Bowl, um, and you know what? We're on the road. We're in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a hostile environment. Yeah, let's throw the let's throw the let's throw the rookie in there. Hey, eh? why would you do that? Why would you do that? Hey, eh? I just I I think um, you know. I think I would go Joe Flacco this weekend. But give me uh, Pittsburgh on the money line. Pittsburgh money line, a little chalky, minus 170. But uh, I don't feel like sw- – I'm, I'm done sweating uh, field goals at the end of a game. <laughs> it's like it's like basketball, the last 10 seconds. Eh? You're, you're, you're living, dying, uh, living on a prayer, eh? like Bon Jovi, on those free throws at the last second. All right, let's get to the next one. The Seattle Seahawks uh, with Geno Smith. Hey. Who had Geno Smith as the uh, the most accurate quarterback in the NFL right now at uh, 70? What did I say his percentage play was? Uh, percentage uh, 76.7. Eh? Geno Smith. Hey, I, I noticed that on Monday Night Football on the Russell Wilson Bowl that night. I said, man, this guy is pretty accurate. Hey, what, what did he have, like 19 or something like that? Accurate uh, passes without uh, throwing in or, uh, an incompletion? Hey, Geno Smith. Uh, but you know, still, uh, still one and two. The Seahawks and the Seahawks coming off a 27-23 loss at home, at home, mind you, against the Falcons, and they've lost to the Broncos. No, they beat the Broncos in the Russell Bowl, 17-16. Uh, they took a uh, the L against the uh, 49ers. That was a bad game, eh? A bit of a letdown game after that Monday night emotional game, and then losing at home. So 
Um, not a lot of momentum for the Seahawks going into this game. Detroit, 38-35 against the Lions um, in Week uh, 1 at home. 36-27 against the Commanders. And then um, they lost to the Vikings at Minnesota, which is normally a hostile environment. Right? Very tough. Look, look, hey, Minnesota beat Green Bay week one in Minnesota, right? The, to me, Minnesota is a Jekyll and Hyde type team. And for the Seahawks, when they travel to uh, Detroit, three and three straight up and against the point spread last 10. But here's the thing Detroit, three and seven straight up and uh, four and six against the number. Looking at the line, minus four and a half and uh, 47 and a half is the total. I got a 28 25 victory for the Lions. And a 56.1% chance. But look at that. A 60% chance of winning on Seattle. But analytics and everything, I um, sometimes you got to go with your, your, your sports gut, right? I, I know like some of the analytics I showed you guys favor the Seahawks. I think Detroit's the play. I really do. I really think Detroit is the play. 28-25. And uh, what's the money line on this game? See, four and a half, they're trying to get you off the money line. See, they, they don't put three or two. They they uh, they don't want you betting the money line. What's the Detroit two hundred five? Yeah, you know what? I'll still do it. I'll still do it. Money line Detroit. All right, next game. Oh, speaking of uh, before I go um, off this game, the, if you're the coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks, be very careful. You have the number thirty one. The Seattle Seahawks ranked thirty one against the rush. Detroit coming into this game, the number three rushing offense in the league. So if you're Detroit, guess what the game plan is this weekend? Hey, we're facing the, the second worst uh, rushing defense in the league. And uh, let me see here. Going into the um, Detroit's uh, yeah, DeAndre Swift question mark. Yeah, so it's too bad. His shoulder is uh, acting up. And DeAndre Swift last week, only seven attempts. He hasn't had a... Only one game with more than 10 attempts was game one against Philadelphia. Had 144 yards. If DeAndre Swift can come in healthy, um, this this will be a blowout. And the thing is, is it just me or is it uh, you guys notice Detroit? They get out to these quick starts and then there's like a 10-minute like uh, brain fart. Hey, they allow teams to get back in the game and you're like, oh no, here we go, the old Detroit again, right? Uh, they got to play 60 minutes, right? Play fast, play furious, and, and finish, right? The, the tree at fast, furious, and finish. You got to finish. And that's uh, that's the mindset you got to have, especially on any football. High school, uh, college, university, uh, Pop Warner, you got to finish strong, right? Finish the game. All right, let's get to your next one. Um, Chargers, and let me see here. Let me uh, follow the uh, follow the rules. Um, Detroit. All right, let's go to Arizona, Carolina. Arizona and Carolina. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about practice, eh, Alan? No, we're no no, no practice. <laughs> we talking about practice. No, no, we're not talking. We're talking about uh, Arizona taking on the um, Carolina Panthers. Carolina, um, where do you think Carolina ranks on passing the uh, their passing game in the uh, in the league? Did you say number thirty one? Eh, with Baker Mayfield, maybe uh, maybe that's why Cleveland got rid of him. Um, ranked 31 in passing. Uh, is that, uh, let me see here. Let me, Carolina, uh, Kristen McCaffrey. You know, McCaffrey is, uh, is like, uh, Bosa in LA. When, when, when you always get these players who are always injured, trust me, you, you trade them because you can't, you, they're, they're unreliable. It's like, uh, Christoph, um, um, uh, what's that basketball, um, uh, uh, 
Pazingas or Kristoff uh, Pazingas is it Pazingas the, the tall um, player in the NBA always injured always always injured it's when you get these players who are always injured it, you you can't even you can't even scheme for that week because you just don't know if the uh, the reliability of the players are going to be there to to really implement what you want to do on offense when your top player is always injured right it's just one of the things that really bothers me with some of these porcelain players is that Hey, great player when they're healthy, but when they're always injured, they're no. Hey, what do I always say in rule in the in the rain report? Uh, rule number five. Hey, in the fundamentals of the rain report. Let's go to my uh, fundamentals right here in the uh, the rain report. Uh, you know, it's not an injured. Hey, number four, player availability. Who's available to play? I can't handicap injuries because they're not playing. Who's available to play? And going into uh, this weekend's game. Uh, Carolina ranked 14th rushing the football, but you know, is McCaffrey going to be playing the whole game? That that plays a huge role, right? Carolina ranked 31st in the past. Arizona, um, we talked about finish, right? You got to play 60 minutes. You got to play 60 minutes. And when you look at Arizona so far this year uh, in the games they played, they they took a, a spanking in Week One against the Chiefs. Uh, they they beat the you know bad Raider team or I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a bad Raider team or a bad coached Raider team. That's what I'm trying to figure out with the Raiders, right? Are they a bad team or are they a bad coach team? That's what I'm trying to understand with them. And then the Rams, you know, they lost to the Rams, but you know, Super Bowl champions got to give them that. And Car- uh, Cardinals played. You know, two Super Bowl type teams, the Chiefs and the Rams. So rough uh, schedule at the beginning. Carolina, all right, they lost to the Browns. They beat the Giants team, which I'm convinced is not really a really good team. And they beat the the Saints, who I think is not a really good team too, right? So going into this one, um, Arizona, and I think Arizona is one of the best road teams the last three years. Let me uh, take a, yeah, look at that. Arizona, the last three years, ranked third in the league with a 13-6 and record prior to this year right and look at the under 4 14 and 1 man i don't know how you not look at the under this week and you look at the game uh where they stand against the uh the numbers ranked 31st in points against 29 points against and when you look at their defense ranked 30 in pass averaging wow secondary is uh is not not good Look at that secondary. Ranked 30th in the past secondary, giving up 281 passing yards per game. 281, and teams are completing, check this out, teams are completing 70.9% of their completions against Arizona secondary. And going to this weekend, Baker Mayfield, it's just too bad that they're they're ranked 31st in passing because had they been more middle of the pack, more top 10, this could be a, a blow a game, right? Because you're, you're facing one of the worst teams against uh, the defense. Now, going into this game, minus one and a half. Look at that, minus one and a half. That is screaming Arizona. And I know a lot of sharps are on Carolina this week, and I'm looking at my forecast, 22-20. The percentage play, though, 44.9, which I like, which I do like. Uh, Carolina, again, um, they do have their number. Hey, the uh, Joe owned the Chiefs. Owns. Oh. Yeah, they do owns them. Look at that. 8-2 and two in their last 10. 8-1-1 one, one against the number. 7-2-1. and one. But it, to me, it's McCaffrey. It, it, can he play 60 minutes? If he plays 60 minutes, then Carolina I can see being a, a good play. But uh, one in doubt, get out. I don't like this game. All right, still have uh, Shark and Hawkinson, says Big Ragu. Ben Simmons. Um, so yeah, Ben Simmons, good, another good example. Uh, Brown makes that airstrike go. Uh, he's a chandelier CMC. 
Brown is out. Uh, AJ Brown. Uh, Brown is out. Okay. Um, sorry. What game are you talking about, Ragu? DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams all day. Oh, for sure. Um, but uh, Lions downfield threat is a big bang up, but they should still defeat the Hawks, says uh, F. All right. Um, you're right there at Big Ragu, says uh, F. All right. So going to this game, um, yeah, it's. It's a, it's a tough one. I, I know Carolina's got their number and they play well against the uh, the the, uh, the Cardinals. But hey, the Cardinals lose this game. They're one and three, and Kingsbury is probably on his way out. Right? Uh, this is a game. It's probably like a, a white knuckle game for the the Cardinals. Right? You don't want to be going in the fourth quarter still like ten ten or twenty twenty. You you want to come in. You want to have a complete dominance. Um, against a Carolina team, let's let's face it, who's they played? Right? They got Dallas on deck. That's a big look ahead game, right? The Dallas Cowboys. Same thing for the Cardinals, though. Hey, eh? both these teams got big look ahead games. They got the Rams, a eh? Super Bowl champs, and then they got the Cowboys. Yeah, one in doubt, get out. Don't really like this. Uh, don't like this play. All right, there's better games to, to handicap, right? At the end of the day, we're just trying to, eh? just trying to make uh, some money. Money never sleeps, pal. Just made eight hundred thousand Hong Kong gold. All right, Hong Kong Gold. The LA Chargers taking on the, let me see here, the Houston Texans. All right, Texans, funny team. Funny, funny team, right? My first instinct on Texans, you think, okay, what a horrible offseason they had. You know, we, we didn't know the, the quarterback situation. They're coming in on a two-game losing streak. They lost to the Bears at Soldier Field, 23-20. Chargers, they got spanked by the Jaguars. No one saw that coming, right? And But, you know, uh, I think Herbert is playing with some some banged-up ribs. You, you, the one thing with quarterbacks, and, and, you know, you can't come in limping. You got to be 100%, you know, you got to be able to have a full function of your body to do everything that needs to be done. And that means standing in the pocket, meaning it has to escape, um, you know, all the play action stuff. If you are not 100% at the quarterback position, any position really, then you're, you're a disservice to your team. You're a disservice to your team if you're not 100%. And you, you probably have to go with Chase Daniels, right? Four and a half point is the, uh, the line here on the uh, Chargers on the road. 44 and a half. Now, everybody's going to be on Houston. I got that feeling. You know, when you look at a game and you're saying, this looks like a game where uh, the line doesn't make too much sense to me. And I got a feeling everybody's going to be on the Texans. I'm going to be on the Chargers. I know, um, you know, I, I just talked about uh, uh, Herbert being banged up. Um, you know, to what extent? That's what I, le- I need to know. To what extent is he banged up, right? And let me just uh, get this game. Here's the thing. Chargers going into this game, the number two passing offense in the league. In fact, um, Herbert and company, 66.1% completion rate, 297 yards. There's only one team in the NFL that has 300 yards or more passing on offense on average. It's the Buffalo Bills. Chargers number two. All right, number two. But here's the bad news. Rushing the football. Chargers are dead last rushing the football. In fact, they're only averaging 59 yards per game, and you're going up against um, a team in the Houston Texans who are, um, <laughs> you know, the worst rush defense in the league. In fact, the Houston Texans are giving up on average a game per game 202 yards rushing a game, ranked last, ranked 11 pass defense, and um, it's too bad that the the Chargers run game is not more potent because this could be another blow type game. I have a 25-19 victory for the Chargers, 81.2% chance of winning, and when I look at the percentage play, it does uh, it does favor the uh, the Chargers, 81.2, and the last uh, let me see last four head-to-head meetings or the last four meetings for the Chargers in Houston. 
three and one straight up and against the number. I'll take the Chargers. I know a lot of people is going to be on Houston. I think Chargers is the play right there. All right, let's get to the next one here. Let's go to uh, Tennessee and the Colts. Ross, the boss, uh, Benjamin, he gave us the Colts yesterday. And when you look at this game, Tennessee, we we agreed, they they need a deep threat. Losing A.J. Brown, they've lost a deep threat. And if you're a coordinator and you're looking at the the Tennessee Titans pass offense, hey, Tannehill is a nice quarterback, middle of the pack quarterback in the league, ranked 23rd in the league in passing. 20th, uh, 20th in rushing the football and, and the reason why Derrick Henry is really not um, establishing and getting a lot of yards per game is because they're stacking the box because they know Tennessee can't pass so depending on passing downs or they, they, you know normally first downs are rushing down so you can cheat a bit into the box right you can bring down your safeties list a bit to help support the box but uh, that's what's happening is that Tennessee does not have the deep threat you know imagine if Tyreek Hill played for Tennessee Man, they'd have uh, some crazy numbers. But going into this game, the Colts, the number three rush defense in the league. And looking at this number, minus three and a half, 42 and a half is the total. I got a 23-18 win for the Colts. I think Colts all day here. And uh, I know normally these two teams play some very, very tight games. 34-31 for the Titans. 25-16 last year, those were the two games. But uh, going into this one, when Tennessee travels to Indianapolis, four and six straight up, five and five against the number, and uh, on deck they have the uh, New York Football Jets, not the Giants. And um, Indianapolis is at Miami, so that's a that's a that's a tough game right there too, right? Even though Miami lost last night, Miami's still tough at home. But you can't be looking ahead. You got to take care. A little TCB, right? A little take care of business. Little Backman uh, Turner Overdrive right there for our Canadian fans or our music fans. You don't need to be Canadian to love uh, a BTO Backman Turner Overdrive. Anyway, they got to take care of business this weekend uh, before they can start thinking uh, the fish. Right, squish the fish next weekend. All right, so I do like the Colts in this one. Let's get to the uh, Cleveland Browns and the um, Atlanta Falcons. Boy, do I got a uh, a stat for you. Raise your arm if you had the um, Cleveland Browns as the number one rushing football team in the uh, National Football League. Yep, that's right. The Cleveland Browns averaging 190.7 yards per game, but they're also attempting 38 uh, rushing attempts per game. That's a lot of rushing yards, right? They want to establish the run. They want to take pressure off the quarterback in the Cleveland. And when you look at the uh, the starting quarterback this weekend for the uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, Jacoby Brissett. And let's take a look at uh, Jacoby Brissett's number right now. And uh, so far on the year, uh, 596 yards, only one interception, which is uh, which is really good. If you're a quarterback coach, you love that stat. Nick Chubb doing a uh, pretty good job, 341 yards uh, so far this season, 62 attempts. So Nick Chubb getting a lot of uh, a lot of work, right? A real workhorse. And going to this game, one and a half is the line, 47 and a half is the total. And for the Atlanta Falcons, you um, you know what? Hey, Atlanta can run the football too. Now they're the number fifth ranked rushing offense in the league. However. 27th on pass defense but the good news is cleveland is ranked 27 passing so looking at this game offense defense it looks pretty much balanced when you uh, you trade it out both teams uh looking at the point spread have gone uh 3-0 to the over that's why the kogos at a you know zero percent right there on the percentage play and uh the history 
when the um, the Atlanta Falcons face the Cleveland Browns, one and four straight up and against the number. Cleveland facing the Commanders next, and uh, Cle- uh, I'm sorry, Cleveland going to Minnesota, where Atlanta will be at home next week against the Commanders. So nothing really a big look ahead situation. I do like Cleveland this weekend. I like the Cleveland Browns money line, and uh, that's where I'm going to lean. Cleveland money line. Colts money line and the Chargers also. I like the Chargers on the money line. All right, why would you lay points, right? Uh, let me see here. Let's go Denver against the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. All right, Denver going to this game two and one on the season. Raiders zero and three. And again, I just don't know if LA is uh, Las Vegas is a bad football team or if they're a bad coach football team. I just don't know. Hey, Josh McDaniel does not have a, a, a winning record as head coach. And you know what? Speaking of uh, coaches, that's where he, uh, he last coached as a head coach with the Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson, well, the jury's still out. And like um, like Ross said yesterday, you don't have DK Metcalf bailing you out and Lockett bailing you out. You got to find a, a relationship with your receivers, Judy. And um, who else they got there in Denver? They got some good receivers in Denver. They just got to find them, right? And you got, uh, you know, Sutton. Yeah, Cortland Sutton's, you know, you got some good receivers. You just got to get them the football, right? You got to get them the football. And you got to get that running game going, too. In fact, uh, let me see. Denver's running game. Uh, Let me see here. Let me see. Denver on the run game. Um, Number 12 in the league. 18 in passing. Hey, defense. uh, Denver's doing it all with defense right now. If you look at the the Denver Broncos defense, number three against the pass, number six against the uh, against the rush, and Oakland. Well, they're just bad everywhere. They're just bad. The only you know, silver lining, hey, no pun intended, right there, um, is the passing. They're the number seventh ranked passing offense in the league. And uh, when you look at Carr's numbers so far this year, number seven. A completion ratio of 61.2, averaging 266 yards per game. I do have a tight, tight forecast here. Look at that. I have a um, 22.9 for Denver, 22.3 for the Raiders, and a 41.6% chance of winning on Denver. I do like Denver this weekend. Uh, the bad news is, though, they're only 4-6 and six in, um, well, Raiders, Oakland, or L.A., but uh, the Raiders, uh, they've, they've got their number. 7-3 straight up, 7-3 against the number, 8-2 to the under. Maybe the under is where you want to go in this one. But if I were to play this one, man, it's it's really, it's, you know, one in doubt, get out. But if I have to force a pick here, and then that's what I'd probably do, is I'd probably force it on Denver just because they got the better defense. And then Josh McDonald is yet to uh, uh, get, you know, lose, uh, lose that O. He's got to lose that O, as they say. All right, let's get to your Monday night football game between the Rams and 49ers. And uh, let me see if you guys got any questions right now. And uh, let me see, who do you have five on Mario Sanchez uh, and Raiders? Hey, Mario Sanchez, how you doing? High five. High five back to Mario. And did Peyton start out slow with Denver? Says walking. St- yeah, he did. I think he did too, right? Uh, walking spotted bear. I think Peyton did start off pretty slow. And you know what happened after that, right? But I don't think Russell Wilson's winning a Super Bowl in Denver. That's just my two cents. All right, the Monday night game between the 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams. That's a good one right here. San Fran coming in as a one-half point home favorite. The over-under is at 42 and a half. And looking at the final score, we got a 23-20 victory here on the forecast just the analytics and uh, 52.8% chance of winning for San Francisco 32.6 for the LA Rams and when you look at the uh, the 49ers home record last three years ranked 26 
not good. And you look at the LA Rams on the road last three years, ranked number four. In fact, I think the Rams are only one of two teams, two or three teams um, that have a top 10 at home and road record the last three years. In fact, the Rams, number four at home, number four on the road. A hey, pretty good uh, balance right there. Uh, going into this game, you're looking at the uh, the Rams. Um, a little surprising when I saw this number. Ranked 30th in rushing the football, 17th in passing, and on defense, uh, pass defense. Hey, with... Um, uh, you know, the past defense that they have, you thought they'd be a little bit better. Uh, 23 um, past defense, 10th rush defense. Uh, that, you know, top 10, we knew that. Uh, but uh, San Francisco ranked 29th passing the football, 6th rushing the football. But just like Denver, um, they're doing it all with defense, right? The number one pass defense with the San Francisco 49, number four rush defense. This could be a low scoring affair. And when you look at the last 10 head to head meetings, it's been all 49ers 7 and 3 straight up, 7 2 and 1 against the point spread, 4 and 6. San Fran at Arizona next week, while the Rams at Seattle and uh, looking at the uh, the Monday night injuries here nothing really to uh, get going they got to get Debo Samuel more involved in the game and um, you know the Rams got to get uh, they got to get the running game going the Rams have not got the uh, the uh, the running game going but uh, looking at this game I like the Rams I like the Rams going into this game even though San Fran has got their number and again you know th- that's in the past you know you got to look at the present but I, I never ignore the past right it's just sometimes um, there's a certain teams that don't do well against certain defenses certain offenses or certain coaching staff especially those division games when they got a lot of film on you but um, looking at this game here I, I got to go with the Rams uh, off that uh, 2012 victory a little little disappointed though the way they they played that cardinal game last week remember that was that third and fourth and one and they fumbled the ball on the one yard line you got to the top teams in the nfl you you can't make those mistakes remember i say penalties and turnovers if you're a super bowl type team you got to find a way to get the ball in the end zone on 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 fourth and goal right fourth and inches you're a top 10 team you cannot turn the ball over in those situations especially on the road when it's tough to win on the road san francisco hey losing to the bears okay they beat a bad seahawks team and they beat a bad broncos team i'm not you know 10 11 that was all defense right two tough defenses and you look at the rams 31 10 against the bills uh, a game where it was i uh, was close at halftime right but then the Bills made the adjustments. Falcons 31-27 and a 20-12. So, um, you know, close games. Close games and a loss. Not, uh, It's not going to be a, um, you know, a shoe-in right here. It's going to be a tough, tough game. But uh, I'll take the Rams plus the points on that one. All right. Hey, there you have it. There we go. That was the uh, football show. Uh, Mario Sanchez. Raiders as well on their way winning a segment on Hard Knocks. Russ ain't cooking, Ron. I've been meaning to look at what Peyton, so not to definitely mean anything. <laughs> yeah, Russ ain't cooking anything, eh? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. Can't do it. But, uh, hey, you know what? For the LA Rams, and I'll leave you on this note. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Yeah, to be the man, you got to beat the man, and uh, the 49ers got to beat the Rams this weekend. All right, uh, let's take a look at uh, some of the 80% club stats. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. 
I mean, how silly is that? Yeah, we're not talking practice. We're talking 80% club stats, and I'm going to show you guys some of the top stats right here at ATSStats.com. How are we doing on time? Yeah, you know what? I expected about an hour, 20-minute show. It's Football Friendly Friday. Hey, what do you expect on a Football Friday? Everybody's all pumped up. Hey, throw to, hey, throw to score, run to win. Throw to score, run to win, defense wins championships. All right, the Packers, ooh. Hey, Bill Belichick, look away. Uh, the Packers, 35-1 and one as a minus 10 or more home favorite after a non-division game since 1996. Look away, Bill. Look away. Uh, the Packers, yeah, we said that one. The Steelers, 21-1 as a 3.5 to 6.5 point home favorite playing the month of uh, October since 1996. I want winners. That's pretty good right there. Uh, the Packers, that's a good one too. Oh, look at that. The Packers, 16-1 and as a home team, coming off back-to-back straight-up wins the last seven years. The Saints, 16-1 and uh, at home, but they're not at home. They're across the pond, so I'm not going to use that. The football, New York football Giants, 13-1 and to the under as a home team, playing on Sunday the last two years. Uh, the Patriots, yeah, the Packers, the under... Um, yeah, we talked about that one. The Cardinals against the point spread. Uh, Arizona, 11-1 ATS as a road team before a conference game the last two years. And uh, where's my mic drop? I need a good mic drop for a football Friday. Do I got a mic drop here? Ah, you know what? I'll take this one. The Dallas Cowboys, 9-1 straight up as a 3.5-6.5 point home favorite versus an NFC East division opponent the last 10 years. And they are facing the Washington Commanders. And there you have it. That is your stats and trends. And always remember, trends are your friends, but they don't pay the rent. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? How silly is that? And how was the show today? If you guys enjoyed the show today, hit that like button. And uh, the, the thing about Football Fridays that I like is that you got all weekend to uh, take your time. You know, it's an hour and a half show. If you want to, you know, go back to a game, you can fast forward on the YouTube or on your favorite podcast, wherever you're watching. And if you're interested in my top plays, my best bets this weekend, or Ross Benjamin, I know Ross has got some picks. You go to the website. If you want to buy these single day picks, you go right there and you can see uh, Ross. I got my four. Four-star silver bullet best bet in college football. Ross got a 10-star game of the week. He's got a super betting angle. Yeah, Ross got all his picks in. And I will have my uh, NFL picks up very shortly. And uh, hopefully we can uh, cash in and make you some money this weekend. All right. Uh, what the hell was that? Yeah, that was uh, the uh, premium pick selections here, courtesy of... Uh, uh, Krusty the Clown. All right, so there you have it. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it's, you know... The NFL this year has been what? Uh, Norm Peterson, what's the NFL been like all year? It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. Yeah, and on that note, Harry Carey, get us out of here. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Rigby Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Joe, the Chiefs. Owns. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Three cash, homie. Holy cow! It's a doggy dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. the bottom line.
because Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Man, I must be getting old. I must be getting old or something. That's two weeks in a row I forgot one game. Eh? I got to come back and do the uh, the KC game. Here I thought I was you know, smooth sailing, get the coffee, you know, kick my feet up. I forgot the uh, Kansas City game. But you guys are dedicated to the show every day, so I'm dedicated to you guys. And uh, let me go get that KC uh, game. Yeah, I was looking at the games. I was saying, hey, did I do the KC? And then I saw somebody post it. I said, you know what? I got to do that KC game before. Uh, hey, if you're going to do a job, do it right. Hey, I, and I just, I just spent like an hour and 20 minutes talking about finish. Hey, I wouldn't be finishing if I didn't do the, uh, the Tampa Bay game, right? Where's the Tampa Bay? I don't see the Tampa Bay though. Where's uh? oh, here it is. All right. Yeah. We got to do that game. All right. Hey, finish, play fast, play furious and finish. All right. So we got a pick him almost line here. What's the line here at uh, my out right here? Yeah. we got a pick him line. So Tampa Bay going into this game here on the weekend. Chris Godwin still question mark. Julio Jones question mark. Uh, Mike Evans should be back. Um, Kansas City Harrison Butker that's hurting them. Hey, eh? and when you look at Kansas City, when you look at Kansas City, um, you're looking at the sixth ranked passing offense. Surprisingly enough, I thought it would be a, a little bit higher, but no, six. 21 rushing the football, 14th pass defense, 9th rush defense. Tampa Bay is doing it all with defense right now. Tampa Bay is 2-1, and one and they, you know, every week you just don't know who's in the lineup, right? 22 in passing, 25 in rushing, 12 in pass defense, but number 5 in rush uh, defense. And when you look at their numbers going into this weekend, uh, scoring-wise, scoring offense, scoring defense, Number four, Kansas City. Number 22 for Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay only giving up nine points per game. Nine points per game, but um, still not a top 10 pass defense, right? So they're doing it by stopping the run. I got a 22-21 victory here for Tampa Bay. A 56.5% chance of winning. 45.2 for the uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs in their last six meetings at uh, Raymond James Stadium. Two and four straight up. Only one and four against the number and the the Bucks seven two and one against the point spread and uh, a little bit of a look ahead situation here for Tom Brady at New England next week and Kansas City playing Philadelphia at Philly so big big look ahead games here but I'm gonna take Kansas City sorry ten the uh, Tampa Bay give me Tampa Bay money line this weekend and uh, as Stone Cold would say. Um, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, so Stone Cold said so, and uh, give me Tampa Bay. All right, I think I got everyone here now. Let me just uh, do a double check, make sure I got every game. Uh, New Orleans, Washington, Jacksonville, Philly, New York, Baltimore, uh, Green Bay, Oakland, Tampa Bay, the uh, the Rams game. 
Pittsburgh, Detroit, Chargers, Indianapolis, Browns, and Panthers. There you have it. Eh? Two weeks in a row. Finish strong, Ron. We've got to finish strong. All right, here we go. Take two. All right, there you have it. That is the Ram Report. Again, for week number four of the National Football League. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed the uh, the show today. As always, shop for value, play those percentages. I'll see you back shortly with another Ram Report. Crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.